So in the congregation here, we have two young men uh, who have a, a mask kit at home. Don't you, lads? Don't you have a, a practice mask kit at home? Haven't you got a little chalice? Do you know what chalice is? Oh, there's a frown. Hello. <laughs> little practice chalice, little practice pattern. Have you a little practice monstrance as well, do you? Have you practiced monstrance? Tabernacle coming in and out, yeah. And what's the thing with the smoke called? Incense, yeah, yeah. And oh, Janie, all right. <laughs> and a tourable and all of that and all those things, great. So um, you have all those kind of things in your masket. Basically, all the things that we use up here uh, on the sanctuary, especially the uh, chalice, ciborium. Uh, ciborium is the name of the the bowl. Uh, and the pattern obviously these are all what we call sacred vessels and they're reserved for a sacred purpose they're reserved for a sacred purpose so those vessels are only used for the mass and they're by their use in the mass they're consecrated you, there are special prayers to bless chalices and uh, saboria and uh, and patterns as well but just by their very use in the mass they're blessed they're reserved for a sacred purpose they won't be used, they won't be used for anything else outside of mass they won't be used for the breakfast they won't be used for feeding the cat uh, they're used they're reserved for mass and only for mass reserved in a sacred in a, even in a special place in the sacristy and so it is in every sacristy in the world and so it is in every mass hopefully in the world that these vessels are reserved for a sacred purpose blessed in order to be reserved for, for, for the use of God okay so when it comes to each one of us each one of us has received, if you will, a particular kind of blessing which reserves us for a sacred purpose. Each one of us has been baptized. This is a, it means that we're brought into the, the, it's called the mystical body. So uh, it means that we're all as united, we should be all as united as you are to your toenail. Like, well, maybe pick something more, as you are to your heart. Is that more poetic? Uh, you know we, we, that we're, we're part of a mystical body. We're supposed to all be like part of this uh, of of the Lord's presence here on earth, part of the Lord's church. You know, so in virtue of our baptism, we're brought into the church, and then we're part of this this mystical body, this sacred body. Uh, but it's, it's it's baptism that does that for us. And Jesus gives us the example of how this works. So Jesus is baptized. Jesus doesn't need baptism. We need baptism to be preserved, to be cleansed of, of, of uh, original sin. The Lord did not need that. The, we need baptism in order to be brought into the church. The Lord did not need that, need that either. He's, he is God. So, but he does it as an example for us. And upon doing this then, so he's baptized at the hands of, of his cousin John the Baptist, uh, the words of God the Father are heard. And that's what I'd like to just focus on a little today. The, the words of God the Father. You are my son, the beloved. My favor rests on you. You are my beloved son. My favor rests on you. So if you and I are brought into the mystical body of Christ in virtue of baptism, then these words aimed at Jesus are also aimed at us, the mystical body of Christ. Where we hope we pray, we, uh, we aim to live this way, that we too can hear these words of the Father. You are my beloved son. My favor rests on you. You are my beloved daughter, in whom I am well pleased. 
you're my beloved daughter in whom I'm well pleased. Like, to, to hear those words from even from a human person, uh, are, are, those words are very important. They're very powerful. You know, when your, your father, mother, or someone you look up to uh, says, I'm proud of you. Well done. You know, so that, those words are very powerful to all of us. But to hear those words spoken by God about you must be absolutely astounding. <laughs> to, for, for, like, for if, if God willing, one day you get to hear the words, you are my beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased. You're my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. What a... What, what, what a humbling experience that, that will be with the help of God. If, uh, I, I don't want to presume, but I, I, hope, I hope that's the direction we're going. But if, if the Lord is to say to you, if he's to say that to you one day, you know, you're my beloved son and I'm proud of you. What would you say in return? I, 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 I have no idea. You'd blush, I imagine. If you're American, you'd probably just say, ah, shucks. <laughs> I, 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 what, what do you say in response like? It's, it's, it's such a beautiful, and to hear God say that about you, I'd find that incredibly humbling. Humbling. If, if the Lord were to say that, that, that he's proud of, of, of me, or that his favor rests on me. And yet this is the kind of relationship that we should have with God, we should be aiming for with God to, to, to be his son, his daughter and to not live in fear of him. Like, there's a way of living where you're trying to win the favor of your father win his attention, you know, do all the things that do the degree your dad wants you to do and do the work that your dad wants you to do and marry the person your dad, your dad wants you to marry and living in this kind of constant fear this, this striving after his affirmation striving after his attention that's not what we're talking about that's not what the Lord is asking. That's not what God the Father asks of us either. The Lord wants to give us the deepest desire of our hearts. He doesn't want us to jump through hoops all our lives. He, he wants to satisfy the deepest desires of our hearts in the deepest way possible, in the holiest way possible. So it's, it's not about living in fear of him all the time. We live out of love for him. We live out of love for him. I want to do what pleases him, yes. But I also know that what pleases him is also what's best for me. Like any good father so today we can ask the Lord for I don't know if we can be bold enough to ask to ask him for the grace to hear those words to ask him today for the grace to hear those words in our own hearts in our own prayer and maybe to hear it soon can we be bold enough to ask that we hear it today why not that we hear those words today. So if, we ha- if, we have, if you have some time, I know some of you have children, so you're going to be busy today. But um, if and when there is some prayer time or some quiet time, or even just now at Mass, to give the Lord this, the, the, the space to gaze into your heart, to see you as you are. This Lord who's, who has been seeking you and seeking your love since the very moment of your conception, before your parents even knew you were there. He's been seeking you. And he's been guiding and providing. So if and when we respond to that, let's open our hearts then to 
to his reaction. You are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. My favor rests on you. Amen.